exciting day here on the podcast. Another interview with a single woman who bought a home on her own. Margarita had a goal to buy a home before she was 30. And after trying an Instagram realtor that she knew from way back when, who was just pretty much kind of trying out the job of being a realtor, she got pretty mad and frustrated that she couldn't hit her goal. Enter the unicorn. And not to get all fairy tale silly, but since I said unicorn anyway, I'm going to do it. So let's hear about Margarita's happy ever after. And stay tuned after the interview, because when I turned off the mic with her, I learned a bunch of really fun stuff. So stay tuned for that. Let's get to it. Okay, homies, I'm very excited about today's interview. Now, those of you who are hardcore, and I do know there are some of you out there, uh, and you've listened to several episodes, uh, this is my gal, uh, Margarita. And I say it that way because I've used her name in vain, and she probably hates me uh, because it's one of my favorite lines from West Side Story. And I've talked about her over and over again, Margarita, Beatrice, Rosalita, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but... We had some really great conversation, uh, and it's been a while now. Uh, it was January 28th of 2022 when we first talked. So, uh, Margarita, welcome to the podcast. We're very glad to have you. We always ask everybody right from the beginning. Uh, people want to know how to buy a home. That's why they're here. You did it. I'm assuming you're sitting in your home right now, right? You're not just in some random place? Yes. Yeah, this is my couch. I, I bought this. <laughs> Isn't it awesome? My couch from my house. <laughs> okay, so yes. uh, give us your top tip and then we'll get into your whole story. I think the top tip it was do your research in everything. Everything like realtor. Don't pick them on Instagram. I've done that <gasps> mistake before. <laughs> uh, shop for your lenders. Uh, you'll be surprised if you find a couple of quotes, you can renegotiate the rate and drop it to the rate you want it. And neighborhoods, shot a go there at night, day, weekends, weekdays. I learned that mistake too. I did not realize how the street is very loud till I actually moved in oh, here. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of those things I, I try to make sure people understand is that, you know, the... Sometimes you see a place on Saturday and everybody's gone. And then suddenly it's eight o'clock in the morning on Monday and everybody's driving down the street. Yeah. Like 50 wow. miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Like I said, it's been, a, it's been a long time. We first talked way back in January of 2022. So uh, tell us about your, uh, your story. Um, how did things go for you from being a renter to reaching out and, um, you know, eventually getting into the process of buying your home? Um, I actually first found my realtor through Instagram because we went to school years ago and I just saw her selling houses on Instagram. It looks great. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to use their services. And I didn't realize that um, Instagram life is very different than reality. And I almost bought the house with her. And it was just a lot of mistakes that I learned from the process. I actually walked up the deal. I got a cold feet. I pulled, um, I'll wait till the condo document were released, uh, and I pulled my deposit out and I walked away. And I told her that I'm no longer interested in shopping for the house. I'm going to take a break. 
And when she reached out to me months later, I told her like, um, okay. <laughs> I'm okay. You know, I t- <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was a big op- a learning curve. Um, I realized I was just another transaction for her. When we put an offer in and got accepted, um, the same day she told me she's going out of country and she will be gone for three weeks, but she will come back a day before closing time. Wow. I am I am a little amazed when I see the realtors. There's I think there's a, a, a Instagram page called Realtors of Instagram, and it's just pictures of them trying to look fierce. I'm like, what does this tell me about your? That's a really pretty photo shoot. What does this tell me about your ability to help me buy a home? So, uh, no. well, I good lesson. Um, you can walk away from a deal, um, and even with your the, if with if you're with a good realtor. You can walk away from a deal. In fact, a good realtor will tell you we should walk away from this. It's only so much we can learn walking around the house once at an open house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in fact, the the house that I walked out, it was, I went to open house. I saw it and I just asked her to write the offer. So she never went. Wow. Then she went, wrote the offer and got on a plane. Yeah. And it got accepted. And then when the um, process started rolling and they asked me questions Oh, when last time the roof was replaced and I didn't have answers and nobody could answer me any of those questions because the people who bought the house only had it for two months or a month. They just renovated and tried to sell it. So a lot of deep questions like how long the HVAC was there. Nobody can answer me anything like not even like what is HOA rules or how much is it? The yeah. Month? You know, so much of uh, it, this is a good good little segue. There's, there's the inspection period. That is an extremely important part of buying a home and having an experienced real estate team that is working with you is so important because people think you negotiate the price and that's it. It's not like a car. You don't walk off the lot and go, great. That's step one, you know, and I'll get people that will get really hardcore and they want to negotiate like crazy at the beginning. And if you're not in a bidding war, I tell people back off because we're going to negotiate again after the inspection. You're going to go, the roof's bad. I need 10 grand for the roof. Well, if you made them mad at the very beginning, they might not be super happy to negotiate later on. So now you're yes. uh, like, like I said, we reached out a long time ago when you reached out to us, you're uh, Midwest, right? Actually, I located in East Coast. I live in suburbs of Washington, D.C. Suburbs of D.C. Oh, that's oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, was this an area that you were familiar with? Have you were you a renter there first? Yeah. So uh, the area um, re- I used to rent lived there for like tw- ten over ten years. And when I start shopping, I want to stay in the same area, but I was open for any you know any suggestions because the market <laughs> was crazy. And I was like, whatever I can afford, I'm okay with that. But I want to stay within like the Beltway. Yeah. Um, so it's metro acceptable and it's easy to get to it. If I ever work in DC, which I wind up doing, I switched the job in December, 2023. So now I work. Um, oh, wow. And, it, and, I and the is commute still good for you? Something you're comfortable with? Uh, yeah, I work from home. I only have to come in oh. office once a week. And I take the metro. And apparently the loud bus stop that he oh. hated in the beginning is actually really convenient now since I can walk down from my house and catch the bus <laughs> to the metro. <laughs> I love it. The silver lining. So 
it was give and take. I hated this some things in the beginning, but now I actually appreciate them more. You know, it is funny because I've been listening to, uh, there's a bunch of financial podcasts I've been listening to for millennials, and they're so afraid of buying because they want that freedom and that life. And, and uh, it's not for everybody, and I get it. But sometimes the things you think, oh, that's going to bug me. Then you're like, oh, wait, the convenience? That's exciting, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That is exciting. Now, uh, if I miss the bus, I can just go back inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have to go miles in walking back or stay in the rain. I was like, I actually like it. I hated it in the beginning. I was like, now I was like, oh my God, that's actually a big bonus. <laughs> and then the bus stop is next that's to That's awesome. And then you save on fuel and everything else. Just a nice little easy commute. Oh my God. Yes. I put gas like every three months now. And I was like, oh my God, I, I can't believe oh this God. is happening. So what was it like for you going from a, a renter to a buyer? Was it a big jump in your monthly pricing? Oh yeah. Um, I used to run a, a oh. room in a house and so it was very cheap, but I lived there for so long. So I'd take care of that house like it was mine. Um, so for me, uh, being a homeowner is like the same responsibility that I've done before, but now it's just my name. And that's really cool. What was the, uh, the, the, what was the thing that got you and made you realize that, yeah, I mean, I know you, you, you saw your friend on Instagram, but was there something else that you, th- that made you think maybe I shouldn't be a renter or was it just like kind of being a grown up in time? Yeah, I planned that ahead. Like my goal was to like by age of 30 to, you know, finish school set my um, career goals and get a house because it's like, well, it takes 30 years to pay off. So hopefully by 60, <laughs> I should be debt free from the house. And I do want to have like my own space, my own place. Um, obviously living with roommates, it's always a challenging and especially people go in and out. So you have to readjust, renew, learn new person and like sharing things and People may not clean the way you want to clean. And I like to put things in one way and come back and it's still there or not missing. <laughs> so I wanted my own place for a long time. I've been looking forward to it. Now, a, a lot of times different people will reach out to me. And sometimes I just talk to one person and, and I've never heard you mention is this was just you on your own, right? Yeah. My boyfriend lived with me and he helped me like uh, go through open houses and look at the properties. And like helped me to move um, everything, but uh, my name is on the on the house, so I'm financially full. Single ladies, the stats are going up. It's so exciting. Yeah. I've had so many great single women that have come on and been interviews, and I think it's so inspiring for other people. Um, and like I said, we've had you know really fun conversations over the time. Um, so, uh, what were some of the things that you were afraid of? that uh, either the fears came true or they ended up being easier for you as you move forward? Um, Some of the fears, the expenses of the house, if something goes wrong and repairs, which came true. (laughs) Okay, I'll overcome that. And then the good things that I always want to have, like yard, I want to have a deck and like able to sit outdoors and enjoy it and have some like... Uh, flower uh, beds around my house so I can plant flowers and I really wanted to do that in the other neighborhood that I live but there was no option for that um there was no deck and there was no yard it was like maybe three feet and two <laughs> feet 
that's it. And the plants was not an option either because Lendor didn't really like the plants. He wanted like evergreens, bushes, and that was it. Wow. So I got my, you know, my way now. That's so exciting for you. And uh, how did the financial side of things work for you? Had you, did you have a bunch of money saved coming in? Because I know you said this was something you were working on for a while. Yes. So I did say for down payment and I was aiming high. I was like, I'm going to go for like 15 to 20% just in case. Um, then when I started listening to a podcast, I decided to modify and make it maybe like make it to 7%. And then of course there is many surprises in the process. So apparently the condo is not, um, approved. Like it had high, high delinquency rate. So the mortgage company wouldn't accept the 7%. They insisted to have 10%. And since I have enough money saved, I was able to put 10% down. I want to have like more cushion for couches and stuff like that, but it turned out to be okay. I will, I'm just mind up buying and financing the couches and whatever else I had to. Okay. You just said more cushion for couches that remember, I'm the one who does the jokes on the show. That oh, was I wasn't funny. joking. I, was I know. <laughs> but you meant cushion in your finances yes. for yes. a couch that has cushions. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> um, that's great. And, you know, it's one of the things that I, I, I try to make sure people understand all the time. Save up. And if you get to like, let's say you're, you're going to be a 5% down payment. And so you decide to save 8% for the closing costs as well. Mm-hmm. People stop at eight. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like keep going because the 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 more planning that you have ahead of time then the more options that you have and you were able to still pull this off yes yes at, at 10 so lender was like what do you worry about you have enough to put 10 percent." i was like but that's my money why yeah. are you comfortable giving them away i want to hold on to it and they were just looking at me crazy and i was like well i just asked the bed at night that i know i have a little more saved just for rainy day funds. And they is, were crazy. Yeah, it's the same thing like if, if people have a certain amount saved up and they go look at a house and they find out that the HVAC is not working. And like, well, if you'd had an extra three or four or $5,000 saved just there, so then maybe you don't buy the couch, maybe you fix the HVAC or maybe you buy it, you know, in the spring or the fall and you can wait three or four months, you know? But yeah. having all those options are, are a big, important part um, of just discovering, tell people all the time, when you reach out to someone, you're not buying a house that weekend. You're discovering when you can buy a house. You know, we <laughs> talked in January and I think you closed in, in May, May 19th of 2022. So no, I, I clo- well, we talked probably maybe summer, fall. Oh, and yeah. then I started aggressively shopping after Thanksgiving and I closed on February 7th. Oh, February 7th. Okay. Gosh, yeah. so many people out so there. So it's been a year since I live here. Wow, it's your year anniversary. This is so exciting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I can't believe it's been a year. Wow. Okay, so what are some tips for our people out there that, uh, you know, after they buy a home, what have you learned in a year of living there? Oh, that's a lot of good things. Well, my first year, <laughs> I did not buy home warranty insurance. Maybe I should have, but... Mar- uh, April, I had to replace the water heater. And then um, March, this March, I had to buy a new HVAC system. And I still find a way to get around. Like I 
even I did buy a new HVAC system. I found a way to qualify for rebates, do my research and find how I can get some tax credit. And also uh, the utility company was offering an option to insulate the attic and use the rebate to cover that cost. So it turned out to be not the bad idea. It turned out to be a great investment. Wow. Okay. So, so for those of you who haven't been through this before, two things, and uh, we love Margarita. We're very happy she bought a home. Uh, if you had the home warranty that would have cost you like uh, 500 bucks, um, and sometimes you can even get the seller to pay for it, that water heater would have cost you $75 um, through the home warranty. I'll let everybody Google how much a water heater actually costs um, mm-hmm. so we don't put Margarita on the spot. But that was a really great tip. No matter what you're doing as a homeowner, because I have so many ranchers that go, I don't want to deal with it. There are so many things with electrical and HVAC now that there's so many green initiatives and and electric companies and people are trying to give people rebates that if you do your own research, it doesn't end up being this gigantic expense. It's something that that cities... Uh, and both the companies will all be offering different rebates. So that's exciting. Yeah. I, I remember. Go ahead. Sadly, when I closed, everything was working. I mean, they did give me a heads up. The inspection gave me like heads up. Uh, your water heater is old. Yeah. And your HVAC is old. So be ready in a moment. And then I had somebody come out to do a service, maybe like May. And they're like, everything's fine. It may last. And I got my hopes up. I'm like, okay, it will last. So I'm good. (sighs) You know, always save just in case. And uh, of course, it lasts for a year and it is what it is. I didn't have a choice. And it was, uh, it died in February. So I had to make a decision quick. Like, I think, yeah, I replaced it March 8th or 9th, something like that. So like within two, three weeks. Oh, yeah. You have to. It's cold. Yeah, Uh, it was cold. Yeah. Well, here in Southern California, I think today it's it's 63 degrees. So that's why I'm wearing my shirt that has my my winter ran on it because that's freezing for us out here. So <laughs> but we we have to pay for air conditioning. You don't want to know what my air conditioning bill is in the summer. So it's crazy. Well, this is super cool. And I'm so, so happy that, again, it's so exciting to hear about, you know, somebody single woman deciding to be able to put themselves so I was it's single anybody I hate saying single woman that's so dumb single anybody but the fact that you had that goal before 30 you know the the you should really be proud of yourself the average age of the first time home buyer last year was 36 years old you're ahead of the game that's 6 years of rent that you just saved yourself and that's that's something you should be really, really proud of. Now, is there anything else that you want to tell all these would-be first-time home buyers out there who are freaking out and scared, especially after you told them that things break in a house, even though I tell them, it happens, gang. Enjoy it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to convince a few of my friends who still like considered to buy it, but not sure yet. And I was like, well, you know, you can write off your interest on your tax return. So yes. might as well bite this bullet. It's basically if you jump on a train early, the better deal you get. So if you get jump on it today, my some of my friends who bought 2020, they got the best deal. Some of them like April 2020 and September 2020, my two girlfriends. Then later when I was shopping a year later, they were looking at me, what do you mean those prices don't exist? I was like, they don't exist. 
Yep. And gone. And I'm telling you, we're going to put this podcast up in April of 2023. And you're a year in now and you've got some equity even through what was the bad time of last winter. Yes. We're already back. I'll call you in six months, Margarita, and your home's going to be worth so much more than when you purchased it because the bidding wars are back. So, oh. yeah, I, I, it's it's crazy again out there. So I've been there. When I bet on a house, give them twenty, thirty thousand extra, and I'm still losing because I'm like, there's twenty or thirty offers on the same house. How did the one go that you ended up getting? Was that one competitive, or was there like a little lull? Um, I think as soon as it came out of the market, I think it came out of January 1. We went to see like maybe January 3rd right away and we put an offer. And by this January 7th, they already released that we got accepted the offer. And I was surprised because um, I don't know if they got too many offers. Maybe they would just try to sell it quick. And I was quick enough. No, it's a, it's a slow time. That's a great tip. I mean, these podcasts last forever. So if it's September or October and you're listening to me and Margarita talk, start, get everything together right now. And then right around December 15th, get out there. You'll be one of the only buyers. Yeah, my, my realtor told me the same thing. He like Christmas and holidays is the best time to shop because most people don't want to shop. So yeah. you, you know, you got well, the best Well, and I tell people time. all the time, if someone has their home on the market January 1st or January 2nd, they're serious, you know? Because everyone else is hung over and they're like, let's do an open house next weekend. But if they're if they're doing it that weekend and then, you know, you look, you planned for all of your 20s to do it. So that's the best way to do it. Jump on the deals and know when the deals are out there for you. So that's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate the time and uh, congratulations on your year anniversary in your home and enjoy your yard and your garden. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. The interview was incredible and I really loved it. You can go back and listen to that again, but I'm so mad at myself. I turned off the recording and I got more great stuff after I turned off the mics. Wait, do you guys hear this? Margarita moved here from the Ukraine at 19 years old. She brought that goal with herself to buy her own home by she was 30. Now, today she reached that goal. And back when she made that goal, she didn't realize how totally important this purchase would be. Again, she's from the Ukraine. Her mom needs a place to go. And now she's got a place big enough with an extra room for her to stay in. Yeah, how pissed am I that I turned off the mics and I didn't get that story with her. But I had to tell you that. We were just talking and she casually slipped that story into me after we were recording. And, you know, the whole point of the podcast is to share the stories. And, you know, I guess sometimes that's on or off mic, damn it. <laughs> yeah, so is that the most incredible thing that you've ever heard? Remember margarita when you're going through the home buying process and you're having some difficulties and you're having some problems i mean sure you know should she have gotten a better home warranty to cover some of her first year expenses and you know kind of sucks when we got to replace a water heater and an hvac unit but she knew about those items when she was buying the home and she figured that was a sacrifice she was going to make she knew what she was doing and she had a larger goal now her mother can leave a war-torn country and come stay with her? I mean, man, the American dream comes in all shapes and sizes. And look, buying a home, 
I'm not saying buying a home is an American dream. I'm saying it's a means to an end. I want to make sure everyone understands that the podcast, I'm not saying everybody who doesn't buy a home is stupid. Yeah, sometimes I'll talk about the fact that it could be a possibility, but you're throwing away money. But only if you look at the entire situation. Everybody has diff different circumstances and everybody has big life choices they need to make at different times for different reasons. For Margarita, having this goal to have a home by 30, that was just something that she wanted to do. And then she got a new extra jolt of importance, priority in her own life when her family needed a place to stay to avoid danger. We have to remember, it's a big world out there. There is no one size fits all. For some, like Margarita and her family, they have huge global challenges and the stability of a home and that space, they're worth 10 times the expense of whatever happens. And for many of you, you've heard your whole life, you know, that, hey, you shouldn't be renting. It's throwing away all your money. It's a dumb decision. Well, I say to that, how the hell does the person telling you that to you that that advice is right for you. Everyone has a different season. Some people reach out to me when they're 18 years old, they want to buy a house. Awesome. Some people in their early 20s, it's a time of fluidity in their life and uncertainty. So yeah, maybe for you, renting is the best play until you decide to play adult and start adulting, you know? But hey, you got things you want to do. You got places you, you want to be able to travel and do all kinds of stuff. Yes, there are ways you can do that while being a homeowner, but I'm here to say, knock yourself out. Do whatever you want to do. The average age of the first time home buyer was 36. I'm not telling you if you're 24 years old and living your best life that throwing away, that renting is throwing away money. But I, I am pretty sure that people who are 36 years old, that a lot of times they might have wanted to start thinking about this maybe when they started approaching 30. And that's the hole. That's the gap that I see in what the normal society is telling people about buying a home. So it could be time for people to start thinking about it. But unfortunately, the information out there sucks. It's so old school, so fear-based, so antiquated. It makes you bury your head in the sand. Because when you're 18, 19, and 20, and you're just trying to figure out what the hell you want to do with your life, and people are telling you renting stupid and you're throwing away money, you're not going to listen when you're 28, 29, and 30. So I'm here to let you know, Margarita had a very, very important goal. But for you, changing your mindset today, understanding that I'm offering the playbook. You want to jump on it? Great. You want to hang out and do some other things? That's cool too. The key is the playbooks that you have been offered, they're not even playbooks. They're just telling you, that's stupid. Don't do that. Do this. And then they never tell you how. So <laughs> that's why I quit my broker and started this. I want to help you figure out how to do things better than an Instagram realtor, give you a unicorn support team, get real information and a real plan that works for you on your schedule. Your plan is on your time. And thanks to Margarita for telling us hers. And there are 36 other podcast episodes in the catalog. And you can go back and listen to other people and their stories. And that might help you shape your plan. And if your plan does include number crunching to save 20% so there's no PMI, first of all, stop listening to Dave Ramsey and all the other dinosaurs out there who don't live in the real world that we do rents and the rental system, they're completely changed. And it's truly a systemic problem that is holding back the wealth of a new generation. And PMI 
is not and should not be a deterrent to you if you have a good plan. And the reason I bring that up right now is because off mic, I know, I know, I can't believe it was off mic. Margarita told me that right now, just barely a year in, she's at 89% equity position now in only a year, meaning she had PMI for a while because she was in at a lower down payment. And now she's almost at 20%. When she gets there, the PMI is removed, meaning her PMI is going to be gone in a year. It's going to be gone. Well, like in the next three or four months. So call it 16 months, her PMI is gone. Bam. So wherever you are and whatever you're trying to do, life happens. Life has seasons. And remember, like Margarita said, the bus noise that you heard at the open house that she thought was going to ruin it for her might be the reason that you decide to stay a renter. <laughs> and for her, now that bus noise is her favorite thing in life because she's got close and easy mass transit. Priorities for you, not platitudes made for everyone. That's what should be your guiding voices. You buy where the numbers are right for you and when your life seasons work for you. In the long run, I can confidently say that the average age of 36 for a first-time home buyer is probably too old for many of the people that could have made that move a little bit sooner. But the system is not helping them. The system is not explaining the rules of the game and the tips and the tricks and the hacks to the game. So yeah, I'm here to help you. But what's really exciting about this revolution is that people with more desperate needs like Margarita and her family, well, now they have a resource to help them beat this rigged system. So get a plan going. You can do this.